All right, we're live. Um, so I'll, I'll take us in. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Steven. I go by Finn, uh, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. So we can call me Finn, P-H-E-N. Uh, this is Miles, and we're missing our other friend here, Brett. Um, you give us a short intro. His wife is. Yeah, yeah. We, his he, wife is nine months pregnant. Um, man could be on the way to the hospital right now. Never, never know. Or he could just be asleep. We'll find out. Right, true. Uh, that's very fair. So um, this all started. We wanted to start a podcast. Uh, Brett and I were talking, and his nine-month pregnant wife actually helped us come up with the name Teeing Up Truth. Um, and we wanted to get Miles involved to have a little three-man scramble going. Uh Miles is definitely the best golfer out of all of us, so there might be some fun 2v1 content coming down the pipeline. But, you know, we're really excited to start this, um, and so we're going to give us some quick intros um, about how we met each other, who we are, and go from there. Uh, you want to kick it off? Sure, man. I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. So, yeah, my name is Miles. Um, my real name is actually Milad. I'm half Persian, half Filipino. Hence, Milad is a Persian name. Um, but let's see. I'm I'm 29. I um, over here in Georgia. We all live in Georgia. Um, we'll go ahead and say that. I'm from Maryland. I uh, came down here for college. Played golf in college at a school down here. Um, been married now for five years to my wife, and we have two kids. Have a three-year-old have a nine month old boy and a girl. Um, yeah, played golf my, my entire life all throughout, you know, middle school, high school. Also brought me down here, had a golf scholarship to play at a school down here. And, and yeah, now I, you know, play golf as much as I can. Uh, and it's a burning passion of mine and it always will be. So excited to talk about everything golf. Yeah, that's great. Boys. I have some questions for you because we actually don't know each other that well. Um, so you were, were you born in Maryland? Uh, yeah. So I was actually born in um, Fairfax, Virginia. Okay. And then grew up in Maryland. Okay. So my entire family is all in Maryland and Virginia. Okay. And some overseas, of course. I have some family I've never met in Iran and in the Philippines. Okay. But most of them, all of them were in Maryland, Virginia. So mm. when I came down here in 2012 for college, um, I, I left my entire family. I knew nobody. I, I literally knew nobody except my golf coach who recruited me. Wow. And then, yeah, made some really good friends, met my wife, Ashton, our, our sophomore year and never, literally never left Georgia, graduated from there, mm -hmm. stayed there for my master's, got engaged, um, got married, you know, and started, started a life here in Georgia. So Nice. Here we are. I've been here for 11 years now. So. Wow. That's awesome. Um, very cool. Yeah, I, um, I'm from here, from Georgia. I, have, I actually went to elementary through college in the same county. Um, I have never left. I met my wife in high school. Um, she got to go to Auburn, so good for her. She got to get away for a little bit and, uh, experience that life. And by that, by that fortune, um, I'll use the golf term. I was a weekend warrior at Auburn. 
Um, so I went there and got to experience that through her, lived the SEC football life vicariously through her. But yeah, I'm a lived uh, in Georgia my whole life. Um, we bought a house in the same school district that we went to high school in. So, I mean, we're planting roots here. Both of our families live here. Um, I did not grow up playing golf. I actually grew up playing uh, baseball. It was my main sport. Um, but I will never forget the first time I hit a golf ball. Um, my friend came over, he was on the golf team in high school. I think we were probably like sophomores in high school. Um, and he came over and he had a nine iron for some reason. I don't know why, but he was at my house and we found a golf ball and we walked, um, to this like open field that was near my house at the time. And he was like, here, take a swing. And I was like, okay. And I don't think I've ever hit since then a more pure nine iron in my whole life. Um, and I just will ride that feeling for the rest of my life. Uh, so from then I just tried to play more and more. I've been pretty serious about my golf game probably for two or three years now. Uh, my father-in-law is super into it and he has given me all his old clubs and everything. So I slowly am getting better equipment as he gets nicer things. And then I just get a couple hand-me-downs here and there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't get enough of it now. It's an addiction. Uh, it's an expression addiction. I, sometimes I feel like maybe doing drugs might be better. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, just kidding. Uh, but we're, you know, huge fan. Uh, we actually got to meet on the golf course. Uh, how do you know Brett? Like, let's, let's go there. How do you, how do you know Brett? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. My wife met Brett first. So, okay. um, we used to live in Marietta. Mm-hmm. Um, and Liam, our son, would go to this place called uh, gymnast. Like he'd go to gymnastics. It sounds crazy for mm-hmm. like a two-year-old at the time. No, he started when he was like crawling. Oh, so it was nice. literally he was one going to gym. Yeah, going to gymnastics. Um, and I was always working at the time. I was working at a, a Chick Fil A in a restaurant, so I didn't really have the flexibility to um, to like you know go to a gymnastics class at ten in the morning on a weekday. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Who, who does that? But apparently, people do. So, my wife always took Liam every single week, and uh, she would tell me, you know, she'd she'd meet people there. And one day, she said she met um, this guy Brett and his daughter. And he said her, she said his daughter's really cute, and her and Liam, you know, got along. And um, basically, you when you guys meet Brett, he's a super friendly guy, mm-hmm. very extroverted, doesn't know doesn't know a stranger. Yep. I'm the same way, but um he's like I, I don't think I would have been in that gymnastics class and asked a mom, hey, like we should hang out with like our spouses. But Brett is that guy. Yeah. So he literally initiated it. It's like, hey, you know, we should all hang out. Like, I'll bring my wife, you bring your husband. Mm-hmm. And let's have a play date with the kids. And she told me about it. And at, at first I was like, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of weird. <laughs> that, that's interesting. That guy seems super friendly. 
And I was like, okay, cool. I'm down. So we ended up hanging out. I can't remember. I, I don't know what we did. I think, um, I think they may have just honestly come to Chick-fil-A one day after huh. the class was over and I, and I was working and I met them for that very first time, maybe while I was working. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, we started, we hung out once, you know, realized that a lot in common and our kids enjoyed hanging out with each other and became friends. So that's how we started. That's how we hung out. That's how we met is wow. because of my wife and him meeting at our kids gymnastics class. Yeah. Brett is, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. He's just super extroverted, outgoing. He loves to talk. Um, you know, he'll talk your ear off. So we're really excited for him to be on here because he'll bring, he'll bring some stories. He'll bring the content. Um, I, knew Brett. I met Brett when I was a freshman in high school. He's a little older than I am. Oh, I'm, I'm 28. So I'm a year younger than you. Um, I've been married for two years. Brett's an, Brett's an old head. What? He's an old head. He's like yeah. 35. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's like, I think he's 33. Yeah. I'm kidding, Brett. You're not old. <laughs> not yet. The second kid, maybe you'll be old. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I met Brett, um, when I was 14, um, and he was a intern at the church I go, I went to, I don't go there anymore, but I went to that church. Um, and like you said, I mean, we just, we also hit it off, uh, fairly quickly. We're big time gamers. We played basketball together a lot. Um, did a lot of things. Actually, we played this like thing we called ghetto golf. Uh, where we went to Goodwill and bought like really old two irons um, for like two bucks and we'd use a tennis ball and hit them around his neighborhood and like make golf holes. Um, And so like, I mean, I didn't know how to swing a club, so I was really bad. Um, But that's how I knew Brett. And so, I mean, we've been friends for a long time. Um, and then he said, "Hey, do you want to come play awesome. golf at Barnsley uh, for my baby moon thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to." And that's where we met. So, yeah, dude. Honestly, like those kind of things are so fun, though. When you're actually not on a golf course, but you're just with a friend, and you you literally just create. Yeah. Like for example, this past weekend, my my friend came over, and uh, he lives in really far away in Dawsonville. Mm-hmm. He spent the night. Um, we played Stonebridge where I live mm-hmm. next to like the next morning, but the night before dude, we 18 holes in my basement using a six, you had a 60 degree, a putter and we had a, I have a putting mat and we had like, I have these little like hitting, like a hitting mat, but it's like a little one by one, like a 12 by 12 square. Yeah. Um, and we made 18 holes from different tee boxes, like on top of a bed top of the stairs like par threes par fours par fives and you know everything's in play furniture's in play wow it's so fun. yeah what kind of ball do so you like use? what you we use um foam balls okay, okay. <laughs> yeah have you, heard of, have you heard of chippo no uh chippo is a golf it's like a backyard golf game okay uh it's like a cornhole but golf okay and the balls from that game okay yeah, that's just like a blast. But that's cool. I didn't know that you and Brett go back to being when you were fourteen. Yeah, man. Um, 
we've known each other a long time. I knew Brett before he was married to uh, his wife, Rachel. I actually met mm-hmm. them the same summer. Uh, they, She was an intern, and he was just kind of hanging out. And then mm-hmm. he he, became, he went on staff after she went back to school. Um, so I was with them. I watched their whole relationship. I went to their wedding. Um, I wore chubbies. I wore chubby shorts to their wedding because they got married. When Did I, you really? Yeah, they got married when I was eighteen, and like I was dumb. I like I didn't realize that there was actual like etiquette when you go to weddings and things like that. That's yeah, so I wore uh. Chubby shorts to their wedding, and I don't think Rachel will ever forget that. Um, <laughs> then they came to my wedding, and I went up to her, and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry for wearing those shorts to your wedding. I didn't realize that was like a wrong thing to do, and she laughed. Um, but That's hilarious. What what, are you, what were you wearing with the chubby shorts? A polo? Yeah, I wore a polo. I mean, I tucked it in. I was wearing a belt, and I had a bow tie on, um, and then I was wearing like oh, Cole Haan's driving moccasins. Um, I think there, I I, I can find a picture. I'll probably, I'll put it up on the screen, um, for the viewers to see. It's just like this really seductive picture of me eating a popsicle, um, at their wedding. Yeah. Sounds like you looked like super frat. Oh, that's what I was going for actually. Cause I was about to, I was about to go into college. I was going to rush fraternity. So, you know, I was doing all the, trying to be frat as, as possible. Yeah, dude. Cubbies with. Yeah, sure, and the bow tie with some moccasins on. Yep. That's yep. that's Brad. exactly what I was going for. Um, you know, but hey, it was fun. It was a fun time. Uh, good wedding, and now we're all friends. Um, we about actually like almost exactly a month ago, we played, what was that, October 6th? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Today's November 1st, so almost exactly a month ago, we played 36 holes at Barnsley Resort to celebrate Brett before he and his wife have their second baby. Um, and the, the three of us played on a – we didn't play a scramble. We played a, a best ball. Yeah, first round is best ball. Yeah, we played a best ball, the three of us, against uh, three other guys. We I, were talking mad friends. We were. Um, Who got smoked. They, they they got smoked. We we were Yeah. It's cause Miles is good. I'm I'm a twenty three handicap. I think my official handicap right now is twenty three point four. Um okay. I my goal though is November first today. And my goal and it's it's a it's a big goal, but by October thirty first of next year, twenty twenty four, I wanna be sub ten. I want my handicap to be below ten. Um Okay, I like it. What's the plan? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that at some point. Um, so, we can get into that, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that a little bit in a little bit. Um, but Miles definitely kept us in the game at Barnsley. Those greens were the fastest greens I've ever played on. Um, yeah, those are, those are some lightning, dude, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, a little windy as well. Yeah. It was the first, like, cold day, too. The morning was chilly. Um, but what? yeah, it was a blast. I haven't played 36 holes in a while until that day. Um, it's funny once you play 36, I don't know if, if you or anybody else feel the same way. 
once you play 36 if you love golf it is it's so fun mm -hmm. the entire day you play the first nine holes you're like dude really or like quarter way through i know i would normally be halfway done by now yeah and then you finish 18 and you're just pumped that you have a whole other 18 to go yeah dude the next round i had i was like bro we're only playing 18 holes yeah that goes by way too fast uh -huh. you get through nine in like an hour and a half two hours i'm like bro that's we're only halfway we're already halfway done this sucks yeah yeah but yeah you playing 36 always makes me feel like 18 is nothing i actually played 36 uh so that was saturday sunday my legs like were jello but i played on monday another 18 on monday in a a charity event uh through my new church that we were raising money for local uh organizations around marietta and I honestly, I had a blast. Like everyone on my team was really bad. And then I'm not very good either. Like I can hit a good shot, but I was the best on the team. I'm not saying that to brag, but like just, you know, we, so me and the guy I was playing with was like, Hey, if we could shoot par in this scramble, I think that'd be really good. Like that's the kind of team we were yeah. on. Um, we ended up coming in one under and I was like, Hey, that's, Hey man, we shot 71 and the 70 par 72. And then yeah. <laughs> we go in and someone's like the lowest score is like a 53. I was like, Oh, we're not even like close. Um, but it's just so much fun. Scramble scores are always so sauce. Well, the, you could buy mulligans. So for $10, you could buy you a mulligan. mulligan. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is teams that like literally spend a thousand dollars buying, uh, mulligans. It all went for a good cause. So, you know, that's, that's a good thing, but, I was just yeah. thinking back at Barnsley and that was, I mean, 36, you're right. You play 36 and then the next 18 is just way too fast. Way too fast, bro. Way too fast. Yeah. All right. Where are you in your golf game? So, man, I will say that, um, so in college, so, okay. High school, mm -hmm. college, when I was in college, Okay, I'll back up. When I was in college, I basically kind of like was worried about so many other things. Yeah. Um, golf started feeling like more of like a job and like I was definitely taking it for granted looking back on it mm -hmm. because when, you, when I really think about it, it's actually kind of wild to think about. Four years of high school golf, you practice, mm -hmm. you know, every weekday and I played on the weekends most of the time not if not both days i definitely played one day that's four years of golf almost every day in a row mm -hmm. and then you play in college that's four years of golf almost seven days a week so for eight years of my life i played golf at least five times a week yeah five six times a week so it's crazy so long i say all that to say in, in college um it's funny my golf coach when I was uh, a senior in high school, leaving to go to uh, a college of golf, he's like, Miles, want to make it on tour or you just want to like, you know, be the best. Don't join a fraternity. Don't get a girlfriend. I was like, all right, you got it. Uh, freshman year, join a fraternity, got <laughs> a girlfriend. Yeah, right. <laughs> Needless to say, I just, you know, I, I definitely could have practiced a lot more. I could have, um, you know, been more focused, gave it more effort. Um, 
So my goal now is to be better than I was in college. Mm. So currently I'm a three handicap. Okay. So it's about, you know, pretty close to how I was. I mean, I don't shoot, you know, I would say I'm actually pretty close now to how I was in college. My short game was a lot better in college. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty close, mm-hmm. but right now I'm a three handicap. Um, but yeah, that's what the golf game is. This is the tricky part. Being married and having two kids, yeah. I can't play golf as often as I would love to. Yeah. I would I would play golf every single day if it was just me, right? But yeah. obviously not going to do that. Um, but I play golf once a week, once every couple weeks. Um, but what's nice is living less than five minutes from the course during lunch a lot of days, like throughout the week, you know, two, three, maybe even more times a week, I'll just run out and uh, hit some balls. Yeah. For, for 30 45 so we've only lived here in this new house for for less than two months and i'm already a lot sharper than i used to be mm-hmm. just because i'm able to actually hit some balls um you know because what what it has been for the past handful of years is when i play golf it's just hopping into the course and playing zero practice yeah yeah okay have you yeah. were you ever scratch i mean yeah. Yeah. Did like I... I didn't carry an official handicap in college. Okay. okay. Um but yeah, definitely. Nice. Okay. Um that's really cool. Uh so like you have prac you have experience practicing golf. Like what what is that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Let me let me uh so like like I told you earlier, I'm twenty twenty three handicap. Um and it's really just because I can't string everything together at the right time. Um, I definitely need to be better probably 150 yards in. I need to get on the green uh, from the fairway. And then if I'm off the green, I need to be able to chip or pitch on and not skull it over the green or mm-hmm. or duff it short, you know? So that's really – I know I, those are my areas I need to work on. But – I don't know how to practice golf, you know, like what does that look like from a a collegiate experience? Yeah. So, um, a lot of drills, man, a lot of drills, but what I would say is you definitely have to, just like you broke it down, you you gotta, you gotta break down the different parts of the game Mm -hmm. and you have to identify your, your biggest weakness for 99% of golfers. Um, Really, if you're not on tour or if you're not like playing golf at a high level, really everybody mm-hmm. needs to practice their short game. Yeah. Like short game is the most important thing and it's the most, um, it's the easiest way to shave strokes off your game mm-hmm. because you can, you can hit it decent off the tee. You can hit it fine, you know, for your approach shot. But most people who are, you know, 10 handicappers or above even even like even me right like mm-hmm. the strokes i lose are are just not getting up and down um yeah when i actually get up and down but but for you the way to practice is this pick a very specific thing say you start off with you know what would you rather start off practicing putting or chipping probably chipping probably chipping yeah. okay so chipping right you have to 
think about okay shipping there's there's different kinds of shipping mm-hmm. right there's shipping when you're just off the green mm-hmm. where you have you know an average amount of green to work with that's something to practice that is a situation what you'd find yourself in on the course a lot of times so you just got to practice like a bump and run or yeah. obviously the bump and runs which probably should be used in that situation you got to practice the bump and run mm-hmm. and you got to stand there on a, on a chipping green or putting green and have you know and hit 20 50 100 bump and runs with you know a nine like whatever club you want to a nine iron mm-hmm. an eight iron seven iron whatever club you want to have that bump and run with you just want to have a go-to shot on the course yeah. that you can replicate that you've practiced so you do that with the bump and run you're like all right bet i'm going to do this with a nine iron eight iron dude 20 bump and runs right mm-hmm. 30 40 50 however many you want to do just lock that in and get that feel locked in and then that's the bump and run okay well what's another type of chipping you think of what other kind of you know chip around the green do i run into a lot maybe you know in the rough um with a decent amount of green to work with with my 60 degree mm-hmm. okay well hit a small bucket of balls 30 30 40 balls plus from a similar spot and focus on landing it on a very specific spot on the green like put it put a towel down mm-hmm. golf towel on the green where you want to land that that chip and you just are practicing very intentionally with a very intentional target practicing a very intentional shot and you just got to do it over and over and over and over again and what you're doing is slowly just locking in that feel so that when you're on the course you just think back to that feel you activate it and boom you know hopefully you don't you know you don't chunk it or, or thin it across the green yeah and you just kind of do just rinse and repeat come up with like a few different instances um shipping like that and lock it in brother mm-hmm. but it's practicing with intention um and not just you know doing what a lot of folks do and you know they're not really thinking about it it's just going through the motions or just smacking some balls and not really picking out a target they're not picking out a spot they're not like going through their pre-shot routine like they would in the course mm-hmm. so practicing with intention yeah and that's tripping and there's a million drills you can do, but um, but those are some good starting points. All right. My thing, so I, I want to get a lesson. I've never had a lesson. Um, and so I I think that's what I, I want to try to do this month is uh, go see my father-in-law's pro. Um, yeah. And instead of paying for a round or two of golf, pay for a lesson um yeah what i'll say on that dude is um so the things i just talked about right like mm-hmm. practicing shipping or practicing whatever what you want to make sure you do before that is make sure you're 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 in like ingraining all the correct habits yep. when you're doing that so you want to make sure the fundamentals if you're gonna my advice to anybody who actually cares about golf and wants to get better is like okay if you're going to do that, make sure your fundamentals are solid because you want to build that foundation off strong fundamentals, yeah, right? Absolutely. You don't want like, you don't want to like, for example, Brett, I always mess with him because he still does the baseball grip. 
I'm like, dog, that's fine. But like, you want to, you know, in your position, right? You're like, you have this goal to, you know, shave your handicap down. It's great. You're going to get a lesson because they're going to help you with the fundamentals, grip, alignment, stance, ball position, posture, like, yeah, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then you have that sturdy, strong foundation because that's, that's what's most important. So that when you are practicing, mm-hmm. for example, you know, you're doing right mechanics. Yeah. I think that's, um, huge. And like, I mean, I know, I don't know if you do, but I think a lot of amateur golfers get so sucked into the YouTube golf scene, which I want to pivot to, but like watching instructional videos, um, it's like, I need to stop doing it because I like, I need to sit there with someone. Sure. I can watch a video and the video could be good. They could be giving the right information, you know, but I need to sit there yeah. with someone who's like, here's what you need to do. It could be exactly what Grant Horvat said on his, his video, but I need someone to be like, bring up Grant Horvath. Oh, dude, dude, his, his, his swing is so great. Uh, I'm a huge Grant Horvat fan. Yeah. Uh, but I watched one of his videos on getting out of the bunker and which I think is fine. Cause like that one's like, you know, getting out of a bunker is the only shot in golf that you could, you can actually mess up and still hit a good shot. Uh, but I was just thinking about it and, but I need someone to be like, Hey, this is what you got to do. Now let me watch you do it and tell you if you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong. Um, mm-hmm. and put you on slow-mo and be like, Hey, your wrists are actually not in the right position here. Like you need to be more in this. That's what I need. And I'm super technical and I analyze a lot of things. Uh, and so if I have those videos of me in proper positions and in not proper positions, be like, okay, that was a good swing. And this is mm-hmm. a bad swing. Like, that's what I, that's what I feel like yeah. I need. Yeah. So I'm a huge, you know, I, I love any golf content, but when it, my take on, um, golf instructional videos is this, I'm a huge fan of golf instructional videos. Like I, I mm-hmm. huge grant more about, fan. um, I'll sit there as well and, and crank out some instructional videos, but yeah. you have to make sure that you, because what the trap you can fall into, if you crank out one of those videos or two or three in the same day, in the same week, dude, you're trying to implement three different things right. in a short amount of time. When, if you think about it, it's impossible to do to like implement. Okay. I see this video about, you know, you know, like whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is, bowing the wrist. Like it's a huge golf thing right now. Like bow wrist. Yeah. One day you try to kind of bow your wrist and try to try to lock that in. And a couple of days later, you watch another video about, um, about, you know, position at the top or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Like the right takeaway, then you're combining both of those things. It just gets super messy, man. So, um, you just gotta really simplify it and only yeah. focus on certain, you gotta focus on, one or two feels, maybe three feels at a time, but right. you can't go too crazy. That's totally fair. Uh, so uh, my birthday was Saturday, um, and I'd got a Happy late birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I got a new 52 degree cause I, so I did not have a gap wedge. I went from my pitching wedge to yeah. my 56 degree. Um, so one could say I actually just filled a gap in my, my game. Um, Exactly. I went to the range either yesterday or Monday. 
uh, Monday, um, after work. And I have been listening to the Chasing Scratch podcast. And so this is really bad. I'm not even watching a video, but I'm just listening to the things they're talking about that they're trying to change in their swings. And I'm like, oh, that's a good tip. Let me try to do that in my swing. And so I got my new club um, and I'm out there just hosel shanking everything because I'm trying to implement this ridiculous thing that probably wasn't even wrong with my swing. Um, Remember what it was? uh, He was talking about something like his his hand needed to be like facing outward uh, at some point, his glove hand and like, or like towards the sky or something like that. And I was like, yeah, having club face in the right position probably. Yeah. Uh, At the top or, you know, whatever it may have been. They're talking about, they keep talking about, so I'm only in the first season that they're in. So like, they're always talking about trying to do the move, which they're based, they're just trying to shallow the, the club head. Um, and I don't think I actually have an issue doing that. I think I already shallow pretty well. Um, but I always feel like I'm not doing it well enough. My pride or whatever, because that's the hot thing. It's like you need to shallow the club. You need to do all this stuff. You need to get lag. You need yeah, to do all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, dude. And I so, actually don't do that very well. You don't? No, I'm, I'm kind of steep, honestly. I don't really, I, I could do better with kind of shallowing the club out. That's okay. Phil Mickelson's a steep swinger, and you know he is on tour, so yeah. Um, but man, one thing I saw on um, maybe even Twitter or Instagram not not long ago, like less than a month ago, and it made me realize it's funny. I was, dude, I literally was going through a swing change like a month ago because I wanted my swing to to look more aesthetic at the top. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me too. Uh, which right now my swing looks fine at the top but it didn't look how tigers looked it didn't look sure. how you know a lot of tour players looked um so i was trying to change my swing then i saw a post and there's a screenshot of scotty scheffler at the top and john rom at the top mm-hmm. um and other you know one of the world's best golfers at the top of their backswing and dude they're all so different yeah in the time it was like even a tiktok actually uh, the dude was like, stop trying to, basically, this is not verbatim, but stop trying to emulate, you know, someone's swing, just get better and make your swing work. Kind of is. Yeah. No, no. Message. Yeah. And, and I, um, I agree with that, uh, to a point. Um, but I know that if I can get exactly. Because that's exactly right. And I'm sure you're going to get into this because, yeah, it can look – Scotty Scheffler, all of them look like this, look different at the top. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to impact and, like, yeah. you know, right. it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. And that's what really matters. And yeah. If it's not the case for any of us, that should be hopefully fixed. Sure. That, because- so if I get this lesson, which I, I really am planning to do, and I um, hope to talk about it on one of the future pods um, – I kind of want to go in there and tell the guys like, Hey, this is my swing. And sure. We may need to make adjustments, but I don't want to change the natural swing that I have. I just want to help it get into the, into the right position, impact position, uh, and see if that's something that we can do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
I'm trying to remember your remember what your swing looks like. I can of course pull up your TikTok or something by watching one of his Instagram. Or sorry, your Instagram, watching Instagram reel. But um, but yeah, for the most part, I would say I have dude. I haven't been lesson in a long time, mm-hmm. but I feel like most teachers nowadays. I could be completely. This could be a huge miss, mm-hmm. but I do feel like most teachers nowadays um have that mindset where they actually try to work with what you got. Okay. And just you know, get you in the right positions and not drastically change yeah. your swing, which is good, which is good. Right. My father-in-law yeah. has been going to this guy for two years, um, and they're working on effortless power, you know, like, uh, but my father-in-law, I think, told him, I want to have a beautiful swing. So they're, like, actually changing his swing. And I was like, hey, I don't want that. I want to go in there and be like, this is my swing. I just want it to be more efficient i want my swing to be more efficient how can we get how can we do that um mm-hmm. so uh, yeah that's where i'm gonna go where's the, where's the map? uh i think it's a pine tree yes you, i was gonna say you don't have to leak it i don't know how confidential we're gonna be on this pod that's, <laughs> but, that's um, fair i kind of want to do I it if i get it if i go um i would like to record and post the videos and post like how I'm practicing on Instagram and TikTok. Um, so, um, journey, man, for sure. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I just got also for my birthday. Have you heard of the, the stack system? Um, bro, I saw your Instagram story and I I don't know what that is actually. uh, So it's funny. Like my, once again, my father-in-law has all of the, the golf gear. Um, and so he has one and I was like, I was holding it. I always like play around with it at their house when I'm there. And my wife, Josie was like, okay. In her mind, she's like, Steven really wants this. And I, I mean, I did. Um, but like to her, I was like, he really wants this. So she got it for me for my birthday, which I'm super excited about. I can't wait to to use it. But it's just so funny that it was like, I've never seen her latch on to something like that, that she just wanted to get me for as a present before. Um, and now that I'm having it and we talked to people at the party I had and every, and like no one knew about it. And she's like, I thought this was like a big thing. And I was like, no, like it's not like, but it maybe I'll, be using it before it gets big and it'll help. Um, so I'm really excited to use it. It's a, here, let me, let me grab it. It's raining in. Okay. So it's basically just a club. It's a, uh, the length of a hybrid. Um, and it has this thing on the top. And then it has, there's weights in here in this thing. So you can change the weight of it. And the point is to learn how to swing this as fast as you swing your club on course. But you're not trying to hit, you don't hit anything with this. Um, So mentally, your mind slows you down because you're not actually trying to hit anything. So there's science that says like, when you're swinging at nothing, you will never swing as fast as you are when you're swinging at something. So this is trying to teach you how to swing fast without actually swinging at something. And then when you get to the course, you can take an 80% swing 
and it's effortless and smooth, but it's even faster than your your swing was before you did the speed training. So interesting. So it's like a speed trainer. Yeah. Tool. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to see how it actually works. Um, see if I can get some more distance off the tee, but also be more accurate. Uh, that's another thing that like when my tee game's on, it's really good, but like sometimes I, I'm a little spray. So I really need to hone that in. And it's because I get out there and just, if I hit a really good drive, I can hit the ball 300 yards. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but I can. And when I do, the rest of the round, I'm just chasing the feeling. And so I start swinging harder and harder, and then I start stinking. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to have a pot about course management. Yeah. And, like, thinking your way, thinking your way around a golf course. Um, Luke Kwan has had... I'm also a big good good fan. Oh, dude, I love Luke, Luke Kwan. Such a stand-up guy. Um, his videos yeah, are great. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, when I was uh, this is like before he was on Good Good. This is still when he was on, um, you know, chasing Corn Ferry and all mm -hmm. that stuff and Latin America tour. He, uh, I followed. Him. I was a, I was a YouTube subscriber back then mm -hmm. when it was just him solo posting content. And um, did you know Luke Kwan has a as a course management course uh i've watched his his videos and he still he still shills it um yeah and i've thought yeah. about doing the free version uh and maybe one day if this takes off or anything i'm sure making more money i would like to pay for it because i like his stuff i like him I like his stuff i'd like to support him so yeah um i think i've done the free version before in the past but but yeah course management's huge man and a lot of times you know it's also like a difference between that's also a great way to like shave strokes off your game is is just making sure you're making the right decisions when when necessary um but the, sometimes the right decision isn't fun yeah dude well i mean yeah it's not fun but at the end of the round when you you know have your personal best or you have a good round it's like yeah that's fun yeah that's true uh, but so like yeah, it's delayed gratification what it is okay here i i want to i want to um so we've played golf twice two rounds together. Um, you're a three handicap. One of my things I was most impressed with you, uh, you shot, I think 77, both rounds at Barnsley. Um, yeah. And so like, you know, it might not necessarily have been like some of your best golf, but like you still had fun the whole time. And I could tell like you were having a good time. You were just out, out there yeah, excited to be with the boys excited to be playing uh but there's so many things so many people that i talk to or hear from or listen to on podcasts and things like that and as they've gotten better at golf golf becomes less fun and i don't want that to happen to me i'd love to get below uh 10 handicap but if i go out there and shoot a 91 round like i don't want it to ruin my day you know yeah so it's, yeah, so I would say, um, yeah, man, I, I went through that phase for sure in college where, like, mm -hmm. it really. Yeah, but you had to be competitive. You were competitive. You, like, you know, like in college, you were competing. So I think yeah. that's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time, what happens to folks, like, it's more common to get burnt out when you're, when you're, like, competing. Mm hmm. 
college golfer, um, grind, grinding to get on tour. Like a lot, a lot of those guys can get burnt out because yeah, it, it does. There's more, there's so much more pressure and you feel like you have to perform. And when you don't, there's so much in the line and you put so much stress on yourself. And yeah, that's how, what that's what leads to burnout. But if you're, you know, if you have a great, uh, if, the, if you have a good goal and like the intentions behind your goal are, are, are just to get better and like have fun doing it. Um, I think you'll be good. I think you yeah. won't get burnt out. Yeah. 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 You won't get, you'll be good. You'll be great. Um, because now, man, I, I love golf more now than yeah. I ever have. Right. right. So that's because now that I only get to play it, as, well, as, as little as I do once a week, once every two weeks, right? I'm uh, just, you know, really enjoy it and just kind of soak it up and really grateful for like mm -hmm. every round. Definitely. That's such a good, and also, good attitude. Yeah. For you, just in general, people in life, one of the, a great feeling is just feeling like you're making progress in something, yeah. whether it's progress at work, progress in the gym, progress, whatever. Progress feels great. So um, I don't see you getting burnt out. You'll be good. Yeah. Until like, unless like, I don't know. I feel like we'd be able to stop you before, uh, before <laughs> you go burning down. Yeah. I, I just, my, either my father-in-law, I talk about him a lot because I mean, but he played this weekend and he's like, I shot an 85 and it was just like, I just ruined my day. I was like, what? Like I'd be ecstatic to shoot an 85 right now. I like, I barely break a hundred. Um, yeah. And there's just no reason. Yeah. For that. Now, again, when there's more than like, say for example, I'm not a betting, I don't, I don't really bet like that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have a friendly, mm -hmm. you know, winner buys or loser buys lunch kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, I do have some friends that, and of course a lot of, a lot of guys, uh, gamble on the golf course. Oh yeah. Now, you start losing money in the golf course. Yeah, I can see how that would make you not have fun. Yeah, that's fair. I don't do that. I, I we play some fi f uh, friendly wagers around uh, putts and things like that when I play with him. Um, we did a closest to the pin challenge one time. Everyone put five dollars in, yeah. and no one hit the green. So all I had to do was land it. I went last. All I had to do is land it on the green. I didn't even have to be close. And I just plopped it on there right in the middle of the green. It felt really good. Um, so, you know, there's times like that where it's like, oh, this is golf is fun. Uh, yep. And then there's other times where it's not, but at the end of the day, yeah. I like being outside, having a good time with the boys. So, and yeah. I want that mindset all the time, even when I'm getting better and I yep. have an off round. Um, yeah. All right. Let's transition. Oh, let's transition. Okay. I was going to ask you, we've, we've, we've kind of hit the YouTube golf scene a little bit. It's definitely blowing up. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw Grant Horvat with foreplay recently, and he was saying that he thinks YouTube golf is going to be as big as the PGA Tour, maybe bigger here in the next few years. Um, thoughts? Yeah, at first, at first I heard the same. Yeah, I saw that. That I haven't seen the actual full video, but mm -hmm. I saw that snippet on TikTok or something. Yeah. Um, when you first hear it, it's like, dang, like that, like that sounds a little outlandish. But when you really think about it, it's like, okay, 
what do you what's what's the metric you're basing it off of? Mm-hmm. What what makes it big? Solely views viewership, mm-hmm. because I mean, well, that does seem like the make the most sensible metric to measure it, right? Yeah. But think about it. How many the demographic and how many people, how many guys and girls, especially like between the ages of ten and thirty, mm-hmm. watch YouTube golf that love golf. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to put a, a number to that, but right. like it is so hot right now. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, it's like, does that many do that many people still watch the PGA Tour? Right. It's like, uh, maybe not, dude, because ten to thirty year olds, yeah, like the twenty low twenties to thirties and above are gonna watch the PGA Tour, but anyone below the age of you know, I don't know, 21. Mm-hmm. Most of those guys are definitely going to be watching YouTube golf mm-hmm. over PGA Tour event on TV most of the time. Yeah. Right. Um, also, think about it like this too. If you go like a layer deeper, watching golf on YouTube is free. Watching golf on the PGA Tour, you have to have a streaming, like a cable, or you got to pay for that. And it's a set right? time. Like YouTube golf, you can throw it on anytime. You know? Yeah. There anytime, right? So, Grant has a good point. Yeah. Um, I don't know the stats on viewership when it comes to like. I would love to see the stats on viewership for, you know, like elevated events, majors mm-hmm. compared to you know, um, the the random tournaments throughout the year that aren't the elevate elevated events, yeah. and see how many people watch that well here's here's another thing like the Ryder cup i wanted to watch the Ryder cup but i just like physically couldn't i just like was all doing something the whole well also it was in europe and so like it was in a weird time but like you know like i couldn't watch (laughs) see i didn't do that um but i would have totally watched it if they had uploaded the video to the pga tour youtube channel i would have watched every round uh, it, you know, I could have broken it up in pieces. I could have done all those things. And that's what I like about the YouTube golf scene. I watched, it took me a full week to finish the Rick Shields versus Grant Horvat 18 hole, like stroke play mat or yeah, it wasn't stroke play. It was, um, but there it was a match play match play. Yeah. But straight up. Yeah. Straight up. No, no, same tee box. Yeah. And, and yeah. I loved it. And I loved the fact that I could just like put it on every night after a long day and be like, Hey, this is going to be how I fall asleep. Uh, And then I would just rewind it to the last thing I remembered and then finish. It took me a while to finish it, but I had that ability to, and it was great. And the match was great. Uh, Yeah. You know, I watched it last weekend. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like leak who wins, but yeah, it's a great match. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it, the more I th- the more I think, sit here and think about it, it's like, dude, I watch more YouTube golf than PGA Tour. Yeah, and that's like me, who is diehard passionate for golf. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure there's tons of guys like me, like you know, me and you. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's pretty. I mean, I want to see the numbers, but. It's quite possible that I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of fifty-year-olds and above who crank out PGA Tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
events on TV. Right. And I mean, but, you know, I think I think even as we continue to get older, we're probably not going to sit around and watch PGA Tour events. I mean, I like to do it. If I have the time, I will sit down and watch a whole tour event. Like I like the Masters on a Sunday, the Sunday Masters, I'll clear my schedule. After church, I don't I I'm not doing anything. I'm telling Josie, sorry, like I'm going to watch the final round of the Masters. But that's because it's the Masters, you know? Like Yeah. Uh I could feel that way about the Open, um, but not as much as the Masters. Uh, we're we're both wearing some type of Masters regalia as we're. That's a, that's a dope yeah. shirt, yeah. So, um, y- you know, but YouTube golf, it's just there for me whenever whenever I need it, whenever I want it. It's it's ready. Yeah. Should we talk some YouTube golf, like? content creators and like who our favorites are and yeah i wanted to give you one last point a point of what i hate about youtube golf i hate watching youtube golf and someone walking up be like oh i got this 200 yard shot in i'm gonna hit my nine iron no no problem and i was like dude what like why why are you doing that why are you swinging as hard as you can and sure you may make it but I don't know. I don't think that is good for the game of golf, personally. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a lot of flexing on there. Um, have you seen? Speaking of that, uh, this is different. His content. His content's not like that. Uh, he does try to hit the ball as hard as he freaking can. Mm-hmm. But Sam Gary. No, I don't. I don't know this. No. Okay. Dude, he's he's not. He's only he's only on TikTok, no YouTube channel. Okay. Um, I'm sure some guys know him, but I'll give him a follow. The guy's hilarious, bro. The guy's absolutely hilarious. Okay. He's the guy that says, "Uh, what's up, boys?" <laughs> um, Gary here, about to hit a nuke, dude. His his videos are out and so funny. Sam Gary. I laugh at hilarious. Some of them. His practice, he takes practice swings every time, and his practice swings are like 250% power <laughs> on purpose. He, it's, but no one, only only she can do this kind of videos because yeah. that's like what we started doing, and then yeah. all his videos are like that. If anybody else did that, I'd be like, all right, bro, that's, that's annoying. But just this one guy can do that. The one, um, yeah. the one exception that I have to that, I like watching those long drive guys who will play like a 700-yard yard par five and yeah Colin Berkshire posted yeah posted what's the other guy's name um it's like the German name Martin yeah 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 I, I can't I don't remember his last name but it's Martin something yeah those guys I like but that is their whole MO and they're actually mm-hmm. decent like you know like yeah I'm gonna hit this yeah. six iron 200 yards uh and it's gonna land a foot from the pen. I'm like, geez, like that's crazy. Uh, I don't know how many yeah. tooks, how many takes it took for you to get that, but you know, and their, their six hours more like two fifty probably. Yeah. Which is crazy. My six irons like almost my 200 club. So yeah, they're way, way longer than me. But uh, yeah, I think he hit a nine iron, right, so. two hundred yards to the to the pin. It was yeah, that sounds more like it was it. ridiculous. I um, I'm a, I think I misspoke, but 
uh, that was a cool video, and those are fun. But when I see, not to name drop and, you know, talk bad about somebody, but, like, Bubby, when Bubby goes out there and everyone else is hitting an 8-iron, he's like, I'm going to hit a 56-degree. And I was like, why? Why? Are you, why? Like, we know you. Dude, Bubby's long, man. But he's long for a couple reasons. He's Bubby's really long because he hits huge hooks. Yeah. Yeah. And hooks always go farther. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, not to mention that's part of it, but he's also just, like, actually really strong. Yeah. Um, and he has – actually, he has some speed. Oh, yeah. I mean, he tried – he trained – with uh bryson for a little bit yeah bryson yeah bryson's cool with good good guys and yeah there's videos of the speed training with garrett bubby all of them yeah yeah uh over the past yeah know, couple of years but but yeah bubby has a lot of speed he's strong very athletic and he hits big hooks and hooks always go farther but i just wonder like if he just took a little bit off his swing could he be more like consistent, you know? Yeah. He always jokes about it in his videos, though. He's like, yo, I only got one speed, man. Well, I that's fair. can't swing any softer. That's fair. I actually haven't watched many of his, like, individual videos. Um, I have, And I haven't watched a ton of Good Good recently. Uh, I really liked Good Good for a little bit, but their videos kind of got, like, they seem like the same to me over and over again. Uh, and if I'm going to watch the same thing over and over again, I'd rather just be, like, match play or stroke play. Um, mm-hmm. With the, against different people, but that's me personally. Instead of all the challenges and stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, so you want to talk about, you know, favorite golf YouTubers? Yeah, I would love to. Me first, or you? Uh, you 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 go first. All right. So, okay, I'm a, I'm a big fan of a number of people on YouTube yeah. golf. Yep. But the thing is, so many YouTube golf videos nowadays are an hour long mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. And it takes, like you said, it takes me like a few days to watch one of those videos. Mm-hmm. So although I would love to watch a bunch of different people, I simply don't have the time to watch yeah. all those different guys. Um, but what I'm hot, like what I, I've always loved and will keep watching all their stuff. Okay, I'm a big, good, good fan, of course. Mm-hmm. Gotta say that. Um, I'm with you though. Went through a huge phase where I watched every single video, every single second, like no matter what. And then I went through a phase where like, I don't know, I just kind of stopped watching their videos as much. And I really just started ramping up and watching a ton of Bob does sports instead with my YouTube time each day. Um, so love Bob does sports. Love them. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say the same exact thing. Like if I going to sit down, if a Bob does sports video drops, I, I I sit down or I make time to watch the whole thing in one sitting. And I was the same way. I, I went through a huge phase where I watched every single good, good video. I went back and watched like their old majors before like Grant and Micah left. And I did all those things. Um, but like, I feel like the dynamic of good, good is shifting recently. And I, I don't really know if I like the growing pains of the shift that they're going through. I don't know if you feel that or if it's just me. Uh, but the vibe just no, seems different than it did before. Uh, 
I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see that hundred percent. I mean, it's just tough, man. Like when, when a group is so like just takes over each of golf, like good, good. And everyone just mm -hmm. loves them so much. I mean, 99.9% of people I'm sure there's haters out there but yeah, everyone yeah. loves good good right loves those guys dude when they when that group break any group that you love when mm -hmm. they break up mm -hmm. you know Monica and Grant laughs like that hurts the heart mm -hmm. um, it's never gonna be the same like yeah Mike and Grant left and you know they added Luke I love Luke yeah huge Luke fan yeah huge Luke fan. now they have Brad all the, now they have Brad in all the videos mm -hmm. Brad Dalkey which uh, he's you know I'm a Brad fan but um, it's just not, it's just not the same. You know what it's I mean? It's not the same. It, uh, I feel like Garrett is kind of taking a a weird role too, where like he's like the leader, but he's like trying to build his own brand, and his own brand seems different than what Good Good wants to portray of these like nice clean guys, and then you know he's over there like with. TikTok models and things like that, like caddying for him and playing in these scrambles. And I just, I don't watch those videos. Like that's not a video I want to watch. I don't watch the Bob does sports videos with, with Paige and them either. Like it just, it those, Yeah. They're funny videos though. Yeah. And I they are, it's that. just like, it's just, but it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to put myself in that situation where my wife walks in and it's like, what the are you watching? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like yeah. I don't, you know, hundred <laughs> percent. No, I get that. hundred percent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, going back to it, like, you know, I've always been a good, good fan. Bob mm -hmm. sports, huge fan, huge fan of Bob. Uh, huge, huge grant, Grant Horvath fan. So yeah. I watched a lot of his stuff. Um, I have been enjoying like the quick GM golf vlogs. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're all like less like 10 minutes or less. And yeah. it's just like a daily vlog. Those are pretty cool. Um, but that's mostly it. I, I love Micah. I've always liked Micah, but I simply just don't have enough time to also watch his videos. I don't know if I've ever um, watched a Micah only video, like any of his personal yeah. videos. Um, yeah. I haven't. It's been a while since I have. I like, I like Rick Shields, but I don't really, I don't ever watch just his stuff. Yeah. I just like, always like rick shields you have to have respect for the guy mm -hmm. he like is one of the main ogs for yeah, golf right. golf youtube right um i can go on and on but i'll let i'll let you go ahead i mean i, think I feel like we have a lot of ones though so yeah you hit the nail on the head like uh i mean my top right now definitely bds i just love bob is so funny um his dynamic with with fp is great his dynamic with Joey is great. His dynamic with the Jet is great. And then Big Ticket. Like, he's just got all these nicknames for everybody. Uh, and yeah. so he has individual charisma with each each person on the thing. On And then he has the different groups, like the three of them together, Bob FP and, you know, Joey Cold Joey Cuts. Cuts. Like, they're hilarious. Uh, the Bob and the the video team. Uh, I love watching their outtakes of their podcast and everything. And like, just, ah, dude, their whole dynamic. And they've always been who they are. They always just were like, we're just the, the comedy of golf, I think is what Rick Shields actually described them as to 
the courses in over in Scotland that didn't know who they were. And like, that's, that's definitely who we are. And that's what I think they are. They're hilarious. The, did you watch the video of them drinking the, uh, 36 pints of Guinness in nine holes? Bro, yes. Bob was lost. Yeah. Rich, dude, my takeaways, I love Bob. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. But it's, he is absolutely hilarious. Dude, drunk, um, drunk Bob is like a scratch golfer. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> Rick Shields was sneaky a tank. Oh yeah, he was putting him down, and yeah, yeah. steamed totally fine. Um, it, yeah, that video was so funny. I, I look, you want to like rewatch that video tonight when I go lay in bed after this. I think they miscounted how many all of them drank because I swear Bob drank like twelve of those. <laughs> uh, he was done with like two and a half by the middle of the second hole like he drank yeah it was so funny when fp was just like not having it no they were like oh we're screwed yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was one of my favorite videos recently um i do like a gm vlog every once in a while um the sneaky small guys that i watch i watch all their videos of the divot dudes they got eight thousand subscribers on youtube um I think they're less than 30K on TikTok. Uh, but they got some funny stuff. Uh, and they have an in with Good Good. Um, they like have talked to... They had a hour, 20-minute long video talking to the CEO of Good Good. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Matt Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick. Yeah. Um, that was posted three weeks ago. It was super insightful. Like he... I mean... He's he's an open book. He was just talking about all the things that I have not seen that video. Oh, it's a great video. Um, I've seen like a thumbnail pop up, but I just haven't watched it. Yeah, it's a good video. They have a couple two v ones against Luke Kwan on their channel. Um, so you know, just some good good small guys. Um, I recently. Started following Busted Jack. I haven't watched a ton of their stuff, but like, you know, yeah, or Brian I, Bros. I've seen them. They they all went to Bermuda recently. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm actually in the middle of that um, Grant Wesley Bryan match mm. on a YouTube video. Like, I think I started it last night actually. Um, but yeah, man, Brian Bros. Respect to them too. Like. Two brothers that are making golf content before golf really blew up and like mm-hmm. before golf was like how it is now, how big it is, before good good, before all this, mm-hmm. right? So respect to them. They're also really good golfers. I mean, heck, Wesley's won on the PGA tour. Um George literally He was just trying to qualify in the on the Monday qualifiers, wasn't he? Dude, yeah, yeah. He he just won a he won like a mini tour event. Um mm. I think he did Monday qualify. I, I, I can't remember, but yeah, dude's a stick. Like, really, really good. Yeah. Um, us the Jack. Yeah, man. Like respect to those guys too, though. Respect. I literally remember when their videos would pop up my for you page on TikTok, and I was like, who are these guys? Mm-hmm. Um, they were just in their garage on a simulator doing like closest to the pins, and I was like, all right, two more guys trying to like become golf content creators. Respect, right? Yeah. Look at them now. Yeah. Uh, they just went so, to Bermuda with Grant Horvat and Micah and yeah, 
and to hang out like yeah they're they all hang out all the time now or at least they, they were in the breezy invitational they got to play in the bob the sports the breezy dude imagine if the three of us could play in that you me and brett yeah. one year for t- yeah. teen up truth and they literally started just like they just started posting videos in their garage on their simulator doing close to the pins um and then uh i don't know i don't remember when but they got sponsored by pxg and then just kind of getting a little bigger a little bigger a little mm-hmm. bigger and boom I we can do it yeah <laughs> teen up truth we're the next next big thing you heard it here first Already here first, boys and girls. We'll play. Uh, we'll play around with with good, good. Play around with Bob's sports. Oh, I would love it. I, no question. I'd I'd love it. All right, man. Uh, we're about an hour and ten minutes now. We've had some good conversation. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Peace. All right. What do you want to say to sign off? Um, I would say. Yo, if, if you're watching this video uh, and it's someone that's not me because I'm going to watch this back <laughs> and I'm going to love watching this back even if it's just me watching it, uh, appreciate you guys watching, for real. Appreciate y'all watching. Uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of golf, a lot of YouTube golf. The golf content creator world is like crowded. There's already so many really popular, cool guys. So it's like, yeah. is there room for anybody else? But um, I would say... Yeah, man. Like, let us in, as Bubby says. Let him, let him in. Let him cook. Um, <laughs> Min Mu Lee. Yeah. Let him cook. Dude, what a but what no. a great catchphrase. Sorry to cut you off, like that, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Look, I'm, dude. Shout out to Min Mu Lee, honestly, and what he's been able to do for his brand, his platform, yeah. his fan base. Yeah. Just off of social media. Yeah. Um, dude, literally transformed his entire fan base just because of his social media. Um. But no, you know, we're going to be real. We're going to be ourselves. We are always going to be a good vibe. We are we're some cool guys, man. Just vibing, having fun, talking about golf. So uh, keep hanging with the boys and keep hanging with let the it boys. rise. I love it. Um, yeah, this is Miles. Uh, Miles, what's your, what are your, you go have a TikTok and an Instagram or just a TikTok for golf? Dude. I literally just started a TikTok account for just golf content. Okay. Um, Miles Mendiola Golf. Right, we have play. a we have a family TikTok that we've had since COVID, which um, again that's completely separate. There's no golf content on there at all. No, no. I saw you. It, I saw you take your son. Your son loves the driving range. I did post a couple of videos of that, um, but yeah, that's the Mendiola fam. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. All right, I'll have that in the uh, in the notes of the video for everybody. Um, I mean, like you said, we're just we're gonna keep it real, as Bubby says. I don't know if he still says it, but he used to say, "I'm gonna keep it buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you." What is that right? Like, yeah. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I'm gonna keep a buck. Keep it a buck. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna you know tell it how it is. Tell us, tell it how I think it is. Um, how miles thinks it is how brett thinks it is you don't have to agree we'd love to have conversations with you about our thoughts um i definitely think youtube golf is blowing up and it's going to be bigger than the the pga tour what do you oh uh the new the new golf league thing that tiger and rory are starting 
Um, yeah. That's another avenue of just golf content. And Atlanta got a has a team. Justin Thomas just signed. Justin Thomas just got signed. I just saw Colin Morikawa got signed to the LA team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I need to do more research on it. Um, I think I saw something the other day about the format, but I don't. I don't have it set in stone in my head. So yeah, we we'll talk about it next time. Next time but for sure. It'll be. It'll be next yeah. Uh, so I mean, there's just so much. You're right. It's a saturated field, the golf YouTube world. Uh, but we, if you're watching this video, we appreciate it. Don't forget to click uh, like and subscribe. I mean, we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. And we're going to just try to keep pumping out content for y'all and be consistent. Yep. All right. Yeah, I'm Finn. Uh, this is Miles. We appreciate you listening to us just ramble on. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Talk to you next time. Next time.